I'm Tara Aldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Smart Woman Show. Woo, that's a good one. It was beautiful. I was like, my heart felt that one. That was great. <laughs> oh, it came from my heart. I love that your heart felt that. And I love that you're in your heart already. Um, welcome, first of all, okay. So welcome, Molly. Molly is a kingdompreneur. So if you are a Christian woman tuning in today, you're going to really love her. And if you're not a Christian woman tuning in today, you know what? You're going to love her anyway, because she's just so badass. Now, here's the deal. Molly used to be an anchor, a news anchor, and she has the confidence. Like I actually am in awe of her confidence. I'm like, girl, give me some of that. And she actually <laughs> teaches online confidence. But what I love so much when you dig into Molly's messaging, what she really <laughs> is about is authenticity. And so my first question always, Molly, before we start the show, just to like anchor in and ground in, which sounds like you're already there, is girl, how's your heart today? Mm, my heart? <sighs> I've just been connecting with so many beautiful people today specifically that I just feel abundant. I feel um, humbled to be able to be connecting with the people I'm connecting with and just overjoyed for what's to come, you know, not attached to the outcome, but what, whatever God has planned, I'm just overjoyed because I know it's going to be for the benefit of not just me, but so many other people in that positive ripple effect. So that's how my heart's feeling today. Wow. So rewind that. If you're just starting this show, rewind that and listen to the confidence in her voice, but also the humility. Now, what she what I know about Molly and you today specifically is that you interview celebrities and she just had Allie Brown on her Instagram show, which you've got to check out. Find uh, what's your Instagram account name? Molly underscore Trotter. The biggest thing is uh, just really being grounded and taking that time, number one, to start my day. People think I'm crazy. I get up at 4.30 in the morning to go sit in my car for an hour before the gym opens, to have quiet time, prayer time with God. I mean, I'm in my car in a dark parking lot. Nobody's around, no distractions, and just taking that time. So number one, like I'm taking time to ground myself, to listen to what God has for me, and to really being able to move forward. So I know from news till now, as you mentioned, I was a news anchor and reporter for five years. Like for, with that time and to now, almost 10 years of all that experience of being on camera, I know my story is so much bigger than me. So it's not a matter of bragging or boasting where some people can look at it like that. And that just depends on where their heart posture is at. But for me, I know that God has brought me through a lot of, you know, peaks and valleys to share that with other people, to give them hope, to show them what's possible and to just, you know, be relatable and keep it real. There's so many people online and I'm sure you know this, Sarah, they, they just, you know, the clout, the influence, the success, all that stuff. That's great. That's awesome. But being able to be a person of service first and give value first, success is going to come. And so I know when I give, I'm going to get eventually in God's time and God's will, but being able to have that content of like, here's what I've gone through 
because what I went through maybe last week or a year ago, somebody is going through that today. And, and our story is meant to be mentorship to somebody else. So I'm always about how can I put that forth so people can get value from that? Yes. Yes. All of there's okay. There's a lot to unpack there. One of the things that you said that stuck with me, like, boom, just like that, because and I'm going to highlight it because maybe some of the listeners don't actually believe this, know this, have this same confidence that you have in what you said. I know this is what you said. I know that my story is so much bigger than me. And so I just want to like pause for a sec because I wonder if you're listening, if you know that, like, do you know that your story is so much greater than you even know? And that's where faith comes in. And that's why I'm so committed, Molly. And I know you're so committed to really allowing God to lead us. And what I heard you say after that was, I don't do anything but listen to sum all of that up. You're like, oh no, don't, don't make any mistakes. I'm just over here listening. That's so true. And it's taken me a long time to get there. I'll tell you that because I used to have pride and ego flare up all over the place. Mm -hmm. My pride would have me trip and fall so many times in a day. And I didn't realize what was happening until I was like, okay, let's really take a step back and be quiet and just listen. And you got to be picky on who you listen to as well. So of course I listen to my creator. I mean, that is, you know, without a doubt, but there's other people in my life that I'm very picky on who I listen to because I follow and really observe their every move. What are they like in their relationships with people, with the Lord? What are they like in their business? How do they treat other people when nobody's watching? And you really have to pay attention to the things that aren't necessarily said and be really good at reading in between the lines. So as for us, as women, we have our intuition to do that. And when we're really connected with that, then we're able to really discern things that might not be so clear and black and white to other people. Do you have, I love this because tapping into your intuition, your discernment, your connection, you're listening to God, but like, I'm really thinking about the woman who's like, oh man, that sounds amazing. But how, <laughs> you know, as human beings, we love to ask how. And until we learn that it's not about how it's about your intention in doing so that it actually happens and it happens. But could you give us like three steps? If you know, if you could reverse engineer this for yourself, three steps on how to access and trust your intuition. Hmm. So first of all, kind of touch on the first step is be careful who you listen to. You want to make sure that they have what you want. So first and foremost, second, really take the time to listen and reflect. So listen to what, you know, God's telling you or whoever you want to listen to. You have to really take the time to listen and then reflect. How does that make me feel? How does that line up? What are my actions proving that's actually happening? Because you can quote unquote, listen to somebody, but if your actions don't show that, then you were just, you know, your ears were open, but you weren't really taking anything in. You weren't doing anything with it. So that's step number two. And then a third, that is, man, where do I want to go with this? I don't know if I have a third just yet. I might come up with one later. But at the end of the day, I I used to, again, pride used to lead me. And that's where my fall was constantly. And it says that in the word, you know, pride comes before the fall. And I was constantly falling mm-hmm. until I was like, okay, there's, we just talked about it. It's so much bigger than me. What does that look like? How do I get to be that piece to that puzzle? So I need to take a step back. And also, I guess this will be the third point. Trust what I have to say. Trust what comes to me that, you know what, go for it. And if it doesn't work out, there's results. If it does work out, there's some results. But so many people, and actually Allie and I were talking about this on our Instagram live. So many people want to listen to the news, their mom, their dad, their friends, and 
Google, everything else than what is inside of them. So if you're constantly questioning yourself and seeking validation or answers from other people, you're never going to be able to learn to trust yourself and to move forward. And sometimes you won't have people there to make those big decisions. You have to trust yourself. That takes time and it takes, you know, failing forward, as I like to call it, in order to get there. But it all ends up to, as a collective of, you know, just who you are as your character. You're going to fail. You're going to you're going to have success, but it all comes together. And that's human. You know, like you got to be able to have grace in both of those places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really smart. You know, and when I named this show, the Smart Woman Show, I didn't have this acronym yet, but I've recently created an acronym. And maybe you know this. Um, but for the listeners, um, the T in SMART stands for trust. And it's not just trust yourself. It's also trust your voice. And trust that when you use your voice, God is going to ripple in inside of it. You know, in the beginning, he spoke the heavens and earth into place. And he didn't sprinkle them. He didn't you know, wish them, he didn't waft them, you know, like he spoke them. And so our words are so important. So, and, and, and it matters really, you know, really kind of turning this inward, you know, I'd love to hear what kind of words are you speaking, not just over people, actually not over people, what kind of words every day are you speaking over yourself? Mm. That is good because we talk to ourselves more than anybody else. Like what we say, the good, the bad, the ugly. And most of the time, most of the time we're talking down on ourselves. And I have become so self-aware of my self-talk that a switch that I do all the time is it's not a have to, it's a get to. So I'm like, oh, I have to go work out. No, I get to work out. I have to eat. I get to eat. I have to do No, I get to. And it, it shifts your, like, you can even hear it in my voice. Have to kind of is like a downer. Get to has an upper. Like, you got to find those pieces that are just breathing life into your words, like you mentioned. Because just as a Proverbs 31 woman, you know, your words hold weight when you're a true Proverbs 31 woman, not just, you know, talking like a chicken with their head cut off, which I used to be one of those. I talked so much and so fast that I remember my first mentor was like, you talk too much. Instantly got offended. I was like, excuse me. And then I was like, wait, hold on a second. You trust this person. They have the results that you want. You care about this person. So check, check, check. Why are they saying that? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Either it was nervous energy. I'm trying to make it sound like I have it all together when really I need to sit back and listen. So when you're like, all I, I hear what you're saying, Molly, I hear that you're listening that, that came from some hard lessons and some hard checks from people that I cared about. But then it served me so well because I don't want to be talking all the time. I want my words to have weight. So when people stop by and they listen, they're like, there's something more there. And that something more isn't me, isn't my secret sauce. It's, it's who I'm created by. I'm a daughter of the king. That's the secret sauce. That's the light that I want to put out there. Ooh, girl, preach. <laughs> Amen. Oh, I love this. Okay, so back up one thought that I got when you were speaking, and I don't even know what you said that made me that made made this trigger for me, but was the oh the Proverbs 31 woman. So the Proverbs 31 woman, she is a badass. Mm-hmm. Like she is no joke. I this is my favorite chapter in Proverbs in the Bible, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> the Proverbs 31 woman. And so let's talk about her. Let's shift into business um, because you make money. I make money. We love making money. We are powerful, profitable, impactful women, and we operate for the kingdom and for the king. And I love that. I love meeting women like you, Molly. 
And I wanted to, I want to talk about something that you said recently, and you probably say this all the time, actually, your network is your net worth. Mm-hmm. Tell that, us more about that. That phrase right there holds some weight to it. And it gets people to think if you've never heard that, like, I know, I remember the first time I heard it and it's like, you get that little thought bubble with the light bulb and ping, like we can all picture that, right? When you think about how to be of service, your network is your net worth. So how I've built my entire net worth, just network, everything is just by being of service. I love referring people to other things. I love being able to get to know somebody at the heart, at the core. Who are you as a person? What do you offer? Okay, there's value there. I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I feel something's off about you. But Susie, you need to connect with Bonnie. Bonnie, you need to connect with so-and-so. So when you think about there's people out there that need services and you develop a network where people can help and support other people. Number one, you can create multiple, multiple streams of income. Number two, you're becoming a person of a resource of value where people will go to you and say, Hey, Molly, do you know so-and-so in this area? And I have cultivated that where I'm like, Hey, if you have, if you have a need, come ask, please, because I've met so many people over you know my 31 years on this earth that I want to be able to connect more people because I get so much enjoyment out of that. That's a gift of mine is just that connection piece. And when you really think about this key piece right here, and this is where I'll end this is we're one person away from a multi-million or a billion dollar network. And if you just keep putting yourself out there, you keep connecting, you're going to connect with powerhouses like yourself, connecting with you, Tara, with Allie Brown that you're, we keep talking about. There's so many other people that I'm connecting with that have such massive networks and I'm just showing up as Molly. I'm taking the time to get to know them rather than shoot them a quick little message. I'm like, Hey, let's jump on a call. And I was joking about this with somebody earlier. Sometimes I get a little flack for that of like, are you sure? Do we have to do that? I'm kind of busy. I'm like, look, I'm a person, I'm a people person. And if you want to come on my show and be in front of my audience, I just want to get to know you for 15 minutes. And then people see where my heart is, my genuinity. And they're like, okay, this was worth it. I'm not one of those. I'm putting air quotes up (laughs) people on the internet. that's just trying to sell you something. I'm like, no, I want to, I want to get to know you because maybe I have somebody who needs what you have or a connection that you need or, you know, dot, dot, dot. The the sky's the limit there. I get it. And I, I remember when I was on your show and you're like, Hey, let's connect. Like just before I'm like, really? Can't we just do the interview? And you're like, <laughs> no, like I actually want to know you. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like you're not. And what I, what I gathered from that initial meeting that we had, Molly, was that you, number one, you cared about who you put in front of your people. Yes. But also number two, that like you actually wanted to know me and that this wasn't just a promotional thing for you to like get into my audience. And you know, this was it had nothing to do with you. It was like, you wanted to know me. Mm-hmm. And that feels good. So yeah, thank you. So let's bring it back because it's the weirdest thing. Every time when I'm recording these, it's like I can almost, I can tap into who's listening and I can feel, and this is a gift God gives me, I can feel where they stop. Mm-hmm. And so where they stopped when you were talking was when you were like, yeah. And like, I just like, I just connect these like multimillionaires and like billionaires. And then like, all of a sudden, like you have a billion dollar market. And, and it's so, it's, they're so, it's so true. Like you, there's so much weight to what you just said. I was just talking with my dad last night about one of my mentors in my twenties where I was like, okay, so how do I make the big bucks? And he's like, just get in the room. Mm. Like, just, just get in the room. You'll, it'll come. Just, just be at the table. And it, I didn't understand it at first. And I understand it now. So I want you to elaborate 
on that because that that multi-billion, multi-millionaire, first of all, women were learning, you know, we're learning how to feel we deserve, we're learning how to feel worthy of making these amounts of money. And so there's there's a worthiness thing in there that's stopping them from knowing that's possible. So hit it. Yeah, and I love that you stopped on this because you're right. There are certain trick words that they're like, mm, you know what, I'm not there yet. So how do we back that up? And I love the example you just gave of just being in the room. You know, I remember when I had negative bank accounts and I would be in a room and I'd be looking like, okay, I got this watch as a gift. I, I had this outfit from wherever ago and I just got a nice, pretty white smile, walking in the room, looking like a million bucks and having literally nothing in my bank account and just being like, you know what, you get to show up as you because that's at the end of the day, it's not about how much money you make. It's who you are when nobody's watching. What kind of character you possess? Like, who are you as a person? And people are going to sniff that out. They're going to connect with that energy. So for everybody that's thinking like, I don't know if I can do that. You just have to show up. And that's what Tara was saying. Just show up. And even when you have those nervous feelings of like, okay, I want to connect with somebody. And I know they make way more money than me. They have way more followers, way more status or whatever it is that you're looking at. They're people at the end of the day. They bleed red. They're a person just like you. They have just gone through so many more no's and so many through so many more ups and downs. And I just look at that being like, you know what? They're going to see who I am because I know who I am. So there's yeah. the foundation piece right there. If you want to trail it all back, it's who are you and are you 100 with yourself? Because once you are, that energy is going to emit. And people that have, you know, that wealth or abundance and what you're wanting to attract, they're going to look at you and they're going to know there's something different about you, that you're not just after them like everybody else for their money and the fame and this and that. It's like, hey, be a real person and connect with me like a real person, just like I did with you, Tara, because I'm sure you had like, who is this lady? What is she doing? What's her objective? Da, 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 da. Go through all the questions. But I really was like, here's a badass woman. That's a woman of God that's doing really big things. I need to connect with more people like that. Why? Because when two or more are gathered, the word says, you know, the presence of God is there. And then the ripple effect that comes from that. Oh my gosh. Like we, we, we don't even know what that looks like. Only he does. So it all starts with you. And then once you're 100 with yourself, you show up in the room, people are going to see that. And they're going to want to have a part of that because unfortunately that's missing in today's society. Big time. Yep. You nailed it. So, okay. So here, here it is. Um, how the question, how, again, how do you get 100 with yourself? Mm, that is a great question. So I had a, how I got, I'll, I'll show you how I'll share how I did it. And then there'll probably be some tangible pieces I can pull out. So how I got 100 with myself is I was a relationship hopper and I didn't want to be alone from one guy to the next to the next. I was on a hubby hunt for over seven years from 23 to 30. And then I got married at 30. So I just, I thought I would find it, but I was, there was parts of me that were broken and I kept dating the same man over and over and over again. I'm like, this is so annoying until I took a step back and I was like, all right, I'm the common denominator. So what does getting 100 with myself look like? What did it look like for me in those moments? It looked like being like, all right, God, who did you create me to be? What do you, what impact do you want me to have on this world? And again, sitting there and listening, learning to love myself. When I looked in the mirror, not seeing my flaws, but loving myself to the core of who I am as a being the outside. Sure. We get caught up on that and I get it. You know, I like getting my hair done, my nails done, having tan skin like the rest of us. All right. Like I admit that I like looking good, but what's more important, what's on the inside. Cause we know a lot of people that look good, but on the core and the inside of them, it's garbage. It's trash. There's nothing in there because people have praised their appearances rather than working on their personality and what's on the inside. So I really had to just learn to love myself, all the flaws, all the pieces, because even in the darkest moments, the hard moments, 
learn to forgive yourself, have grace there, and then being able to move from that. And those are hard places to be in, but the most fruitful, because that's where God really gets to mold you and love you and come around you and just be like, Hey, no matter what, like you are loved, you are worthy. You know, you just have to see that. And once you see that and understand how expensive you are with everything that you have gone through, you're not going to settle for anybody who's treating you like you're half off. You know what I mean? Like the half off shell in the back of the grocery store that's by the bathrooms. Like nobody wants to go there. You know what I'm saying? Like what I'm saying is that nobody. Girl, wants- that is money. <laughs> did you just come up with that or is that like in your I did. Life? I got the download of like, you know, when you get that like half off shelf by the bathroom and people go there to find the little goods. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't. No, thanks. I'm, I'm okay. You're like you are expensive. You're not on the half off show. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Oh, you got to tweak that. You got to have that's yours. Like take that. Okay. So this is what I heard you say. It's kind of like a three-step process. Well, it's actually a four-step process. Um, if you're going to add Jesus into it, which we like to do. So here, well, here's what I heard you say. Okay. I put this in our process for you and for the listeners and for me, actually. Uh, number one, awareness that it's on you like be responsible. You're creating what you're seeing around you. So like you're the common denominator was what you said. I'm the common denominator. I get to shift. And what you immediately shift into is step two, which is love yourself. You're perfect. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're created in the image of the King, like you said. And then step three, um, forgiveness and grace. Forgive yourself. Give yourself grace. Love yourself. You're perfect. And then four is surrender, lay to the cross, bring it to God, bring it to Jesus. Like, you know, that if you're bringing, if you're bringing JC into the mix, that's fourth step. So, um, and then of course you are expensive. Yes, of course. Like you have to, all the things that you've been through, that is expensive. That is hard. Like, Hmm. I mean, anybody would pay any certain amount of money to take the hardest thing you've ever been through and to not go through that. But there's a reason why you went through it. And that's an expensive piece. It took time. It took character building. It probably took money. It took a lot of things to be able to move past that. But it's all a part of the story. So when I see women, for example, get in relationships and they uh, they just take the emotional, the physical, the mental, spiritual abuse, whatever, I'm like, no, because I was one of those until I was like, uh-uh, I'm expensive. Like, and so I did not settle anymore. And once I stopped settling, my husband was literally right there. And I was like, you're mine. You're my unicorn. And then we got married less than a year later because I knew I was like, I've been through it all up and down. I knew. And so, yes, you are expensive and the right people will see that worth, value that and not settle for anything less to give to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the hardest thing you've ever been through? Oh man. Um, gosh, how deep do we want to go here? So I would say, you know, full transparency, the hardest thing that I ever went through. And I still believe that I'm still healing from that. And a lot of different aspects is that, um, a man that I thought, well, one of my first serious relationships out of high school, going into college, um, my boyfriend took advantage of me. He raped me and being able to still heal from that. I can talk about it now. And I always hesitate bringing it up just because it does like dun, 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 and it brings a whole nother energy to the call. But the realness of it is that like, I've healed a lot from that. And I still get to heal and find the places and just really pray and, and just speak out of like, where else do I need to heal? So I can be again, 100 with myself because somebody took a piece away from me selfishly. And at the end of the day, it's had, I didn't heal from it until probably 10 years later. And there's still pieces in there that I see come up every now and again, but I know a lot of women have gone through that, unfortunately. And so being able to speak out and know that there, there is brightness and light on the other end of the tunnel when you speak it out and you can heal from that. And, um, 
you don't, I don't want that to ripple in my life anymore, especially, you know, into my marriage, but I'm being fully honest, you know, that was a piece that I just ignored for so long because I wanted to forget. And so that was definitely one of the hardest things I've ever been through. Wow. I, you know, you did obviously didn't know we don't prepare for these interviews. I'm really like so committed to these interviews being really authentic and just really talking about whatever comes up. I like to give that girlfriend feeling and I want to acknowledge you for going there because um, it's hard. And, you know, Molly, you just blessed whoever lands on this episode because um, a lot of us have gone through it. You know, I have my own sexual abuse story when I was a little girl and, you know, it just gives us permission when you share to not be perfect, mm. you know, yeah. and it's, it's your mess. It, it, that's your message as we hear. And I'm just, I'm so, so grateful for you for sharing that. And so without leaving on that note, even mm-hmm. though I think that's a beautiful, vulnerable, authentic note. I'd like to bring it back to money and this will, will will kind of sum it up on this because money is important. You can't make impact without it. Um, I would really question you if you're not a multimillionaire, why are you committed to being poor? Like ask yourself that question. Um, like if you want to make impact, why are you choosing poor? And so what is your take on prosperity? Um, you know, maybe even the prosperity gospel, but even just prosperity in general, why is it important that women start to collect the the money in in and amongst this transfer of enormous wealth that's happening right now? Yeah, I believe that. I mean, I grew up in the church and I'll say this boldly because I truly believe it. I believe the church has messed us up in the money mindset arena and it drives me insane. People, like you said, why are you committed to being poor? Why do people think poor is the right way to go? It isn't because then you can't have abundance to be able to give and to prosper and to bless other people. So as women, we have that intuition, that nurturing heart, that giving spirit. And Mm -hmm. if we don't have money to pour into that, then that just kind of gets to stay there. But I have, you know, big dreams of being a multi multi millionaire, not to, hey, check out my boat and my house and my car and whatever. How can I give back? How can I give back to other missions? How can I give back to, you know, sex trafficking victims? How can I give back to just these other organizations, people in need? I live in Southern California. How can I just go give like a hundred bucks to or a couple hundred bucks to homeless people down the street? And hopefully they use it for food. But you know what I mean? Like there's people that are in need all around us. And just like what Jesus would do, like Jesus didn't ignore the homeless. He catered to the poor, catered to the rich, everyone. It didn't matter how much money you had, but he still had abundance to give to them. And so we as women get to be in that position and get to think, okay, how can we make more of what we're doing now? Because what I love, what I'm seeing is so many women monetizing their information, what they're going through, what they're doing, and just pushing that envelope. You know, I think it's something crazy like, um, with the world's wealth or millionaires, or I'm probably just going to butcher this statistic, but I'll just end it with this. So many more women are making, you know, multiple six, seven, eight figures now more than ever, because they're building that belief. They're stepping into that role. I can do it too. And they want to give out of the abundance of their heart. And now they have it in their pocket too. So that is such a great topic. And I love that you brought that up because at the end of the day, we shouldn't be, a, shouldn't be scared to talk about, here's the money that I want to create or what I do have and what I'm going to give that's going to inspire the right people and push the right people. And it all depends on the mindset you have around it. But for me, the more the merrier, so I can give to so many more people. I love you, Molly. You're so generous. And, you know, even when I was jumping on, cause you know, a lot of our gifts like to, or a lot of our guests like to give something. And when you were like, Oh yeah, I'll just give a free coaching call. I'm like, what? <laughs> 
you're going to give a free coaching call. She's like, well, it's the most valuable thing I have is my time. That's what Molly said to me. And so I want to be really clear that if you book a coaching call with Molly, um, it, it, Molly, if you could create clarity around this, if someone's going to book a call with you, why are they booking that call? So, th- so that you're not just getting like, like random people booking calls with you. Who do they need to be in order to book this call with you? That is a great question because I have had some of those. I'm like, oh, that's really random. Like I had one the other day from a summit that I did out of, out of a relationship summit. And it was a, a girl in college that was having some issues with her boyfriend, but the clarity that we got in 30 minutes Time is one of the biggest commodities that you can give. One of the one of the most precious things that you have. And so for me, I always like to dig deep. I'm like, all right, Lord, if you want me to give my time, like, let's hope it's worth it. But I know no matter what, even if it doesn't make sense of what I'm reading, God's going to speak through me to that person. So a couple of things that come to mind, if you want to book a clarity call with me, number one, I love talking, you know, with women in business, how they either want to grow their business, being able to create and delegate that team, how they want to maybe build their confidence and clarity on camera. That's something I definitely specialize in. Or if you want to talk about relationships on how to really be able to grow, whether your relationship with God or your significant other, those are three areas that I absolutely love to give in. And God has definitely blessed me as far as wisdom to give to other people about. And so I'd love to be able to support in any way that I can. But as much as it sounds crazy, I'm not scared of what comes through because it could be like a hundred calls come through. Well, guess what? It's going to take me a while to get through those, but I know that God's going to speak through me to those people and then they're going to be blessed in some way. So that's where I'm not to some people are like, that's crazy. And I'm like, you know what? Like God has done crazy things. So if I can bless somebody in some way, and if that's a little bit of my time, then so be it. You know what? That's exactly the same answer I would have had. It's like, meh, it's fine. Like whoever comes through, it's meant to be. And that is, that is faith and that is surrender. And that is why you are so successful. So Molly, thank you so much for being here with me and us today on the Smart Woman Show. Ladies, if you're listening and you want to get on a call with Molly, go to calendly.com backslash Molly Trotter. And we'll get you that link. DM her, DM me. We are, we're available. We're here. We're not, we don't have people like bots and stuff. We're very um, authentic in our communication. So just DM us, reach out. We're here for you. Thank you so much, ladies. And tune in next week for the next episode. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to the Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at the Tara Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.